you take a elephant you take a monkey you take a snake and you take a fish and you say okay all these four students have to go through a test and the test is that you have to climb a tree right now these four kind of animals elephant monkey fish and snake now climbing a tree and you can guess who wins the competition it's the monkey who comes number one right and then you say okay all three of you you are below uh, in excellence you are an average student and you give them that label right but what has happened is the entire parameter of evaluation is wrong because you are not giving all of them a fair ground to work on right and something similar happens in education Welcome to Intensify Humanity podcast. We bring the stories of ordinary human beings with extraordinary journeys. They have been grinded through life in terms of extreme challenges, guilt, shame, and things people cannot even imagine. All because they made a choice or decision in life. They are literally not just inspiring, but intensifying humanity through unconventional ways to such an extent that other human beings are inspired and pushed to live to their highest potential in life. I Sundarta Sarkar your host today will bring about the story of one such human being I hope you find this episode inspirational Studying the mind is always so fascinating yet many people are not so tempted by it and aware about it But when you realize the hidden truth about how our entire life works, why we behave the way we behave and how we can tune and refine our subconscious mind to get what we want in life, then nothing like that, isn't it? This human being has been learning and researching for more than 15 years of his life and for more than 5 years he have been training and transforming lives through his workshops and coaching sessions. He teaches people how to tap into the power of subconscious mind and unleash their inner creativity, inner power and inner driving force. He is none other than Avinash Anand Singh. So welcome Avinash to my show Intensify Humanity and I'm really glad to have you on my show here. Uh thank you so much Som it's such a pleasure to be with you on this uh, show and i have been seeing uh, some amazing work you're carrying out so i'm so happy and glad to be here thank you so much so avinash my first question to you is you are a person who teaches and spreads awareness about subconscious mind about its power about its principles techniques and everything related to subconscious mind so what made you go for this unconventional subject in life to pursue it as your career as your choice of interest and not any other kind of conventional stream yeah yeah so a uh, very important question i think and this will uh, possibly help me to also give you the background of what i you know why i started what i'm what i'm doing right now so uh, you no know, when uh, throughout the education you know which i have been through and i think all of people who go through the education system uh, we see a major flaw in the system right and the flaw is that it does not recognize individual talent and individual abilities but uh, tries to measure everybody with the same parameters which is like a generally a system where your memory is tested right so being in that uh, kind of system obviously i was not one of the brightest kid in the school based on these you know the school parameters so uh, as i went ahead in my life this question at the background was always haunting me uh, which was that 
uh, is there something more to the reality or uh, you know some people are born talent born genius right and rest of us are ordinary people so this question was really a trigger point for me to continue looking at and seek answer that what is the truth and i think uh, that led me to uh, go into the area of exploration of human potential and i think when you have a right question you asking you tend to get the right answers eventually so once i entered the domain of understanding human potential reading books about it the great great of the great people who have uh, talked about this part right eventually i came across from many sides to a common point and the common point was that no change in human being is possible or one cannot possibly really uh, no perform at the peakest of their potential or can't maybe tap their the ability they have until and unless uh, uh they tap the area of subconscious subconscious is the integral part of who we are and until that brain that mind is not programmed properly uh, no change no uh, achievement is possible so i in the process decided and uh, you no know, i found it to be my life mission that can i go back and uh, develop a very authentic uh, base of knowledge and with the recent research coming in different areas of brain neuroplasticity and different different domains plus the ancient wisdom so can i uh, gather all of this knowledge in a new way in a new style new format and can i help this disseminate to common people who are living their life thinking that is like a ordinary person they are they are living ordinary life which is possibly not the truth so possibly this is the reason why i think i chose to be you know doing this work and eventually uh, no i think uh, i'm feeling so happy and joyful because it is really giving me a lot of happiness seeing people change and transform that's a beautiful way that you have started that but related to that like how was your childhood like for our listeners who don't know you uh, did you face any challenges in life previously and if yes then what is the most gravest challenge that you have faced in life and how did you overcome it okay so i think the biggest challenge which i faced that's what i had a good family when i say good a middle lower middle class family so dad was a government employee and we had a proper schooling done right but i think the biggest challenge i faced and which i think a lot of people face is the uh, problem of labeled as an average student as an average person right so uh, i think that label was a very strong level gi- label given by the society based on the schooling and everything and your qualities and i think uh, for me to come out of that label took a long point of time now it really took me a lot of time to really break through that label and discover who i am at the first place so for me school uh, childhood was good right but nothing so great about it and nothing so bad about it it's like not one of the stories where you, know, you have been through major challenges and come out but yes uh, we have seen the, the difficult moments of life as well when i remember when dad was initially starting in you know and we had a uh, very difficulty in managing the entire month you know as a you no know, daily as expenses and all so being through all of these and uh, obviously having the involvement which was also uh, no surrounding uh, also possibly there's the same uh, kind of people around who were again not uh, very achievement oriented all are happy with their mediocrity and the average of uh, no being who they are and nobody was really willing to really think big in life so i think a major part of my life went in that kind of uh, environment and that kind of reality and uh, so being a Uh, being an average guy on terms of schooling uh, education i think uh, the biggest challenge for me was how do i uh, know in that environment in that schooling come out and really possibly uh, try to see if 
I have a gift inside and uh, which I believe everybody has. And can I live that gift in my life? Right. So uh, schooling has been quite normal and uh, no, but uh, yeah, the, the biggest disease of, uh, you know, we thinking we are ordinary people and with ordinary qualities is the biggest, I think the challenge I had to overcome in my life. So when you mentioned that you face the challenge of uh, being labeled as average student or average person and mediocrity, so was that another trigger point in your life or uh, push internally to find the answers that you just mentioned in the previous uh, question, like why you went into the exploring the hidden facts behind our minds? Uh, yes. So I think uh, that when I look back in hindsight now, obviously it has a good role to play because uh, if I would have been good in the studies, you know, getting good marks, I think I would, I would have been doing something and not even bother to ask these questions and find a greater meaning in life. Right. So I think, yes, looking back, uh, you know, I feel, you know, whatever happened, happened for a good reason, because all that situation and the circumstances you went through and the comparison from the society, you no, know, always when your marks comes in and the neighbor would come and ask, what is this mark? your son has got my son has got this marks no so that comparison always to happen but yes i think uh, you know the entire process of uh, going through that uh, the kind of being the label and uh, carrying the label and seeing people around i think that was a major trigger point to really bring the attention or my awareness back inside and to ask some very fundamental questions that uh, know what is the meaning of life what is the meaning of my life is is there a purpose to my life or is just ordinary life you come in you live you do something and one day you die or there's something great uh, meaning which is hidden in in this life as well so i think yes uh, looking back i think the entire thing you know played a good uh, trigger for me to uh, shift my path and my ways to live a different life completely. You mentioned some very interesting points like asking the right questions will fetch you the correct answers in life. So if you ask bad questions, you will get bad answers from life itself. So since your passion is so interesting, such an interesting subject related to human minds, what is or are some of the most thought-provoking cases that you have come across in all your workshops, teachings or meeting with so many kind of people? Okay, so uh, so there have been quite a lot because because the sheer number of people you meet. So obviously, some people turns out to be some of the amazing uh, people who have brought a lot of change. But I remember one of the stories of one girl, you uh, know, I think this was like four years back. And this girl, you uh, know, was trying to uh, uh, attempt the C examination. And in the process, uh, she happened to go through a, a bad phase in her relationship. You no, know? uh, she had a breakup in the relationship. And that one side not clearing the CA and second side having this uh, challenge of, uh, you know, uh, the partner leaving her. Uh, this put her into a very strong uh, negative depress depression, depression uh, no, state, the state of depression and anxiety. And when I happened to connect to her, uh, she was contemplating also committing suicide. You know? So when that that came in front of me suddenly for me it was like you know uh, something very alarming and then we started working with her you no know, and again the examinations are quite often see every year the three four times examination happens and she again for the next examination not able to clear because till that point the emotional the mental state was very low you no know, very a negative kind of mindset and suddenly your entire focus changes so uh as in the process i think it took her one and a half two years and for two years you no know, i was 
continue talking to her, giving her different insights and what can be done, you know, how she can go through. In between, she happened to meet somebody else because when you feel that, you know, when you go through a relationship breakup, suddenly your entire self-image and you know, the need of having somebody, you know, it all gets shaken all, in a way as well. And in the process, she met another guy and also the same result happened. The guy was not serious about the relationship. So eventually, two years, this, this went on and she kept on going to the highs and the lows in between, you know. But eventually, after I think, you know, uh, one and a half, two years of work, eventually she completely came out of that phase, happened to clear CA examination, got a very good marks, got a very high, very high, uh, you know, package in her placements and eventually, you know, literally shifted her life completely. So I think that was one of the very fulfilling case because I can sense when she approached that you no, know, uh, she's in that stage where you no, know, a step here and there can literally means a life ends completely. You no, know? so I think looking back, yes, people have results of change, transformation in terms of money, in terms of health, in terms of happiness, and all this stuff. But saving a life, I think that's why I read this one in the highest, uh, you know, in the in the in the scale, possibly number one or number two, that uh, the person literally shifting out and living a life of fulfillment and achievement now. So looking back, yes, that one of the one of the cases was very, very fulfilling to see you know, what we went through in the process. That is a really thought provoking incident. I mean, so many people go through the similar kind of phases in life, yet they don't know the solution. They are not able to talk to anybody. But if a coaching or workshop or you know mentoring can help these people then why not and yes. uh, excellent job i mean a big congratulations to you and the girl as well and really kudos to your work thank you so much so thank you so much related to this why do you think people needs to be aware of this open secret and how it will help them if they do for example i'm saying it open secret because if we look back to our, you know, human history, people have tapped in into their subconscious mind and, you know, harnessed its power in some way or the other. But right now with the spread of internet and social media, we are just being aware of these words, of these techniques, of these signs behind it. So why do you yeah. think people need to be aware of this open secret? Yeah, so uh, yes, that's true. It is uh, with the internet, a lot of things has become easy. People have access to information, to knowledge. And this is a great boon. And I think a great time we are going through. But at the same time, I think the challenge, what is also happening is that a lot of information on internet doesn't mean the right information and the accurate information. So I think today people are droning information. There's so much of overload of information. But what they're missing is to uh, is to distill that information and bring out a base of actionable knowledge. And from that, bring out a wisdom, uh, some wisdom which can help them change their life. So if you meet people today, and if you talk about any idea, any concept, you would find more, almost everybody has heard about the concept, or for that matter, any concept. People have heard about it. People have know, gone through it. They know some bit of it. They have some understanding, some information. But then you ask them, but are you applying that information? Or have you lived that information? No? Or have you, you know, really put that knowledge in action? And you would find very few number of people, very, very small percentage of people have really gone ahead and put that knowledge in application. So what has happened is the knowledge, just having a knowledge, is, they say knowledge is power. I believe it's potential power because it's only knowledge. But knowledge applied is real power. You know, that's when you really tap the power of the knowledge. So most people today, have they have got stuck, number one, 
with the issue of only carrying the information in their mind. No, so when people carry in only information and they're filled with information, it sometimes also gives uh, a birth to a false sense of knowing. No, now having the knowledge is just not knowing. Knowing means when you have taken the knowledge and you have lived that knowledge, but. Just having a lot of knowledge, sometimes you feel, okay, I know everything, but same time, okay, what has happened in your life? Have you got results? Have you changed yourself? Have you transformed yourself? And that's the question mark which comes in. So that's number one point. Number two point is uh, people have information, but today with internet, what has happened is also the wrong information is also that easily available as the right information. So if you look back in the history of humankind, what has happened is, uh, Always a few number of people, a very small percentage of people have gone through the achievements which the ordinary, you know, the Lord thinks is a great achievement, right? And why that has happened? Because very few number of people have taken that knowledge and really lived that knowledge. So I believe, uh, number one, to distill the knowledge, uh, the right authentic information and knowledge and the right processes also from what is abundantly available is a very important task. Because once you take a wrong knowledge, a, a wrong piece of information, for example, you are from here, you're traveling to a, one city or a different city. In between, you get to have information that, okay, there's a right turn you have to take to go to your destination. But what if the right turn is not correct? And what if you end up driving for five, six hours, right? And then you eventually discover and find out, okay, I have been on a wrong way. So coming back again and going back to a different direction is a huge task. Now imagine that happening in life. You have spent five years, 10 years carrying information, knowledge which is not correct possibly or not in its entirety, in its totality, completely true. But you have lived that knowledge and eventually discover one day, oh my God, what I have been knowing till now and what I have been implementing has not been correct, right? So coming back and re again shifting the ways is a huge amount of time gets wasted. So I think, why it becomes important to maybe have a mentor, have a coach or have somebody who is having some degree of expertise in that area is that you don't waste you know, a number of years in the process. You get to understand the things in a right way. And more importantly, you get to uh, know apply the concepts in a right way, in a way which is applicable, which is easy and which gives you results and change, right? And that's true with any kind of work, I believe, not just only what I do, but I think any kind of work, having somebody who has done the, gone through the path and seeing what they have done and what are the steps they have followed and possibly understanding the process from them and then applying it makes life much easier than to go and reinvent the wheel completely. There's a very, very powerful point that you have made that just knowledge and information doesn't work because right now we are bombarded with information from all around. And just like you gave the analogy of the direction, it's very important to have a particular mentor or coach in life who will actually guide somebody in which direction they want to go. Yeah, absolutely agree with this point. Do you think that in schools and colleges where most of the subjects we learn are never used and implemented in life? So instead of those, these kind of practical and powerful techniques which actually work should be taught to the children so that later on in life, they are not becoming direction, 
directionless, commit suicide, go into depression and don't know what to do with their life. You see, uh, and it's a very, very valid point. And no, uh, recently I was talking to somebody who works in this area you know, in terms of schooling and education. And the point we had was, think about, so before we even touch this point, let me give you what I see as a fundamental mistake in the schooling system, right? Now, uh, you say, for example, think about, you take a elephant, you take a monkey, you take a snake, and you take a fish. And you say, okay, all these four students have to go through a test. And the test is that you have to climb a tree, right? Now, these four kind of animals, elephant, monkey, fish, and snake. Now, climbing a tree, and you can guess who wins the competition. It's the monkey who comes number one, right? And then you say, okay, all three of you, you are below uh, in excellence. You are an average student, and you give them that label, right? But what has happened is the entire parameter of evaluation is wrong because you are not giving all of them a fair ground to work on. Right. And something similar happens in education. Now, today, all of us are measured on same one evaluation system, which is primarily testing your memory. Right. It is not testing your intelligence. It is not testing your critical thinking. It is not testing your abilities. You have you no know, I and I. There's a, there's a research done by Howard Gardner from Harvard that we don't only have one intelligence, which is generally IQ is what is being tested, but there are more than six to seven kinds of intelligence. And in which you, you have artistic intelligence, you have musical intelligence and different, different kinds of intelligence, right? So I think uh, the entire schooling has not honored this, number one. Number two, what a schooling has not done is, think about this. Uh, uh, you go and join a company and from the company, you get a very advanced uh, laptop. You know, it's a very, very powerful laptop, but nobody teaches you how to operate the laptop. Nobody teaches you how to log into the internet, how to connect to the Wi-Fi, and how do you operate the work. Now, what will happen? Being that scenario, you will possibly end up wasting a lot of time because you don't know how to use the tools and how's the, how to use the things which has been given to you. Similarly, Every individual, every form of consciousness, when uh, we take birth, right, we all get extremely powerful devices and tools, which are the human brain, which are the human heart, our belief system, our thought process, the subconscious mind. And unfortunately, the entire education for 10, 15 years doesn't even touch on that. How do you use the brain? How do you use your mind? How fundamentally your mind functions? No, there's a research done in US when the kids were exposed to for a trimester that how the brain functions after a trimester, their result improved, their grades improved. Just by knowing how your brain works out, you get the power to use it in a proper way. So a schooling, what they have done is they have just taught you A for apple, B for boy, C for cat. But what about mastering the virtue of concentration? What about mastering the uh, thing called as mind? What about mastering the ability to regulate your emotions properly? What about mastering the power of your words? What words you speak? Because today we know every word you speak, it becomes a chemical in the body. Your life is nothing but the words you have spoken. And the words itself becomes a program for yourself. So mastering your words, your emotions, your beliefs and system, your mindset, your critical thinking abilities, abilities to reason things, to have multiple perspectives, which are the fundamental things required to really succeed in life. And when I say succeed, you can put in any way possible, no, or ha have a meaningful life, right? If you take the list of the greatest of all in the human history, you would find all of them had these qualities, right? Amazing uh, ability to handle their emotions, but we are not taught about this part. So I think because 
subconscious mind is the center point of who we are. That's where your behaviors, your programs, your belief system, your habits are installed until you are not made aware about this part and until you're not being taught that how this governs, this drives your life and what is the process of uh, putting a new program, programming your mind, putting a right belief, building habits, I think will be left on the mercy of life, mercy of the environment we are in. And that may not be the, the best thing to carry out. So I think what you rightly mentioned is uh, no, now today education system schools have to bring this into the mainstream. And I think uh, no, once, like I remember the words of Swami Vivekananda, he says, uh, no, the great, he is known as Vivekananda, which means literally the mastery of concentration, right? And he said, if I can teach a kid for first five years of his life, I'll only teach him concentration. Because once he mastered the, the, the virtue of concentration, the skill of concentration, he can pick up any knowledge, any skill in no time at all, right? So I think, yes, it's time for us to reevaluate the way education has been done. And I think uh, uh, also now people are generally pulling out of schooling. There are a lot of cases of homeschooling being done or unschooling being done. Uh, the schools where we have done some interventions, where we have introduced these concepts, we have the kids class four, class five are practicing meditation. They are practicing visualization exercises, which is giving them huge results. So I think high time and the education system has to change the ways to bring this in, in, in complete as a syllabus. Those are some really valid and powerful examples that you shared and some excellent analogies. And if we see in India today, because of the self-development industry, which is taking so much of attention towards the youth, by the youth and the kids and the parents as well. So introducing these things will, of course, help not only the present generation, but all the upcoming generations as well. Yeah, you made a very, very valid and interesting point. So apart from teaching about subconscious mind, Avinash, what else do you teach people or conduct workshops about? What is your mission and vision in life? Yeah, so uh, look, so entire work we carry out is, uh, the. I'll tell you the vision which we have and what is driving us. So I believe today we are standing at a crossroad where, uh, you know, when initially when the when science was introduced, right? Uh, so the science was uh, you know, concerned about the matter of uh, understanding about the world, how it works out, all which is material. And the part of the invisible, the spirit was left to the churches and the temples to discover, to figure it out, right? So the science and the spirituality took a different roads long time back, like 100, 200 years back, right? And, and it never came together. But today we are in a time when what is happening is today we are understanding that both science and spirituality has its own significance and they are not separated, but they are the same, uh, different sides of the same coin. So today we see in the world right now, we have science, which is has now become the contemporary language of mysticism. Today, science is explaining the entire process of what happens in a spiritual uh, process, right? We have research being done across of Buddhist monks in uh, different universities, how they're decoding the spiritual processes. So I believe today what is happening is science is explaining and it is also promoting a lot of concepts which were taught spiritually. For example, meditation process, for example, the importance of compassion, importance of happiness. And today we have science, especially the areas of positive psychology or neuroscience, it talks about these concepts. Today, if you meet a doctor, a good doctor, a well-read doctor, and you ask them that, no, you, I'm going through depression, anxiety, these issues. 
most likely they'll also suggest you why don't you start practicing a bit of meditation because this is giving you the results which people are little looking for so i think today we are in a very important uh, crossroad where uh, today we have science we have information which is easily available to us we can no more we are dependent on few people to tell us what is happening in the world but with social media with internet we have access to what is happening in harvard what is happening in princeton what is happening in say berkeley and we can know what the research is coming out similarly same time we also have on the spiritual side a lot of authentic knowledge and tools and techniques being researched by the yogis by different teachers spiritual practitioners for ages now right so uh, what i really felt as a very compelling need and i i know this what became my purpose that uh, can i bring these two together in my own small little way right no i am not a scientist i don't have a scientist background i neither come from a scientific uh, domain neither i come from a spiritual uh, not from a spiritual kind of background i'm a very ordinary guy looking very uh, no looking from outside being very curious and trying to make some sense out of it so in the process we thought can we connect these two areas can we refer to the research coming in and can understand this research you no know, different things coming out the concepts and the you know the insights and can we somehow bring this and connect this to the ancient wisdom so that's what became the purpose we 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 you know we are working with right now so when these two comes together uh, obviously we have a lot of knowledge coming out we have a lot of insight tools and techniques so all this comes in a different different programs which we carry out so subconscious is one of the areas we we the, one of the programs we carry out apart from we have a different program on self mastery in which we uh, primarily cover out around 25 masteries of highly effective uh, spiritual successful people right and these are like masteries of you no know, focus mastery of meaning mastery of perception mastery of self image mastery of consciousness different masteries so we have identified the 25 masteries which uh, if you see some of the greatest people they had these two or three masteries in them right so that's another workshop we carry out another program we have and then we have program on relationship mastery today we see so many people so many couples going through difficult time in relationship in in the marriage and that's primarily because there's a wrong set of belief system they're operating with there's a wrong set of mindset they're operating with and the the aspect of energy and the emotions so another workshop we carry out is can we help people create a more meaningful relationship by making them understand that what is a relationship meant for is just not a no aspect of giving and receiving it's much more than that so yes yeah, so these programs plus we have programs on no creative visualization no uh, programs on different uh, spiritual virtues like a program on forgiveness where we make people understand the importance the science of forgiveness and how do you do this so yes yeah, these are four five programs we carry out these are different format online sessions we carry out classroom workshops similarly we see a lot of companies today are open about these things a lot of companies invite us big names and no we have these sessions done but eventually i think at the base our idea is can we in uh, different different ways uh, eventually make people understand what is the gift you have what is the power you carry innate power inside you and how by using that power in a very literal sense how by using that power you have the ability to create the life you wish to live in your life in the, in this in this world so that's what the primary aim and the kind of work we are carrying on as well. that's beautiful and really it's going to help so many people out there so the yes. vision is we want to touch the life of 1 billion people by in next 10 year that is 100 crore people in next 10 years time by 2030 and this through different formats so as of now currently you know the uh, workshop we carry out is one of the ways then the online kind of sessions we carry out 
then uh, also couple of books are in process to be published so you no know, that is another another one and then we want to create documentaries we want to create uh, you know videos today in the world video is becoming a very powerful tool so we want to create documentaries where we bring these authentic concept in place with people who can you know from different backgrounds bring credibility to it so yes different different ways to eventually impact the life of a billion people that's the vision we have the mission is we believe everybody has a genius within and we say our mission is to bring science and spirituality together to help people connect to their inner genius uh, everybody has a genius within so to connect to their inner genius to manifest their greatness so we all have a a possibility in the quantum world a possibility which is waiting to be manifested and out of many possibility the most the most powerful of all possibility is the possibility of our greatest version who we can be in the greatest you know in the greatest uh, uh, in the greatest uh, possible uh, way right so i think uh, the mission is yes to help people connect who they are at the first place inside them the inner genius and to manifest their greatness that's the mission we are working out with beautiful and i'm sure you are going to touch billion lives out there thank you so much som thank you so much so when you spoke about mystics so what is mysticism actually uh so today what has happened is you no know, today with uh, the advent of intern internet and the social media a lot of thing comes out everybody wants to put something out there and uh, you no know, a lot of things uh, which are now coming in public domain and before like 50 80 years back these were the things uh, the spiritual uh, mysticism or the the mysterious concepts of in the spiritual path what you go through these are the hidden concepts hidden processes not revealed to public so i think mysticism is nothing but it is the it is the laws governing nature right uh, what we have some laws discovered as of now which are you no know, laws like law of gravity right which we are uh, we know and we operate with but nature being nature and being so vast and so incredible uh, there are many laws which are not known to mankind no and an ancient people spiritual people yogis their primary job was to tap these inner principles inner laws and uh, to know to access things which are not uh, no easily accessible to common public so i think mysticism is nothing but to explore and understand the hidden laws of nature and when we do that i think it gives us uh, uh, an access to a different world altogether which in the language of science is what quantum physics is all about right if you hear and if you go through some of the quantum physics concept it's mind boggling like some of the experiments you no know, is literally will leave you spellbound there's no explanation of why like a particle can behave like a particle or like a wave different different things we have right so i think mysticism is nothing but is uh, is is the no is like is the revelation of uh, a lot of inner principles governing the universe governing nature which are not known to science as of now yet all right and uh, harnessing the power of subconscious mind is it any way related to neuro linguistic programming uh yes so nlp is a very powerful process i have been through personally it's a very amazing field of work and no and lot of today lot of tools and techniques nlp is one of them uh, no a very powerful process uh yes because look any kind of if you take any tool any concept any kind of thing which is focused on human change and transformation and if it is focused on human change and transformation it has to work with subconscious why because your entire thought process 
your entire behavior, your belief system, your values, your emotions, your actions, these are all centered in subconscious. So there cannot be any, any kind of modality which works in the domain of human change, human transformation, and does not connect to subconscious. Subconscious is the center point. For example, in the laptop, it is the place where your software is installed. So if you want to make any changes in the laptop, you have to go to the place where the software is. And you can only make change when you work with the software. Similarly, in the human system, your subconscious mind. Today, we have science which says now that 96, more than 96% of your life is driven by subconscious mind, right? And only 2 to 3% of our life is consciously we live, right? Even the number less goes less than this, less than this also. Right. So I think subconscious is the center point and no change is possible until you you do some work with subconscious and uh, a consistent work, which gives you the result. Thank you so much for beautifully explaining that. Uh, what is your favorite book? Autobiography of a Yogi by a teacher called as Paramansa Yogananda. Amazing book to read. And you know, it is beautiful. It's like completely gives you a different uh, understanding of the entire world, in fact, and a serial life story. So, Autobiography for Yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. And who is your favorite author? So, uh, author of the book, Autobiography for Yogi, Paramahansa Yogananda. I like him a lot. But uh, maybe next one is uh, a, a neuroscientist called Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's doing some phenomenal work in this area of subconscious and you know, bringing science and spirituality together. So, he has written three, four books like You Are the Placebo the you know breaking the habit of being yourself many three four books supernatural so he's one of the recent favorite i know i have and uh, amazing insight he's bringing to the world right now so he's the possibly the second second most liked author by me so if not a subconscious mind expert trainer mentor then what would avinash be okay this is uh, this is a very beautiful question and i you know i often uh, keep thinking about it i think if i'll not be uh, no a trainer in the area of subconscious i think possibly no i think i would be somewhere uh, no shifting to mountains and some kind of monk life or some kind of yogi life i think that would that would what happen based on what i feel as of now right so yes i think uh, that's what my second interest uh, no <laughs> would be if i don't do what i'm doing as of now <laughs> that's a very different and unique answer i have received till now <laughs> that's beautiful how and where can our listeners connect with you uh, so yes, we are all over social media. Uh, still, uh, videos wise, we still have. We are trying to put, build, a, uh, bring a lot of content uh, on, on in terms of YouTube channel. But as of now, Facebook, Instagram, uh, no uh, LinkedIn, or even Google. If somebody puts Avinash Anand Singh, the entire name, right, uh, you'll find enough ways to connect. Like all these platforms, we are there now. So yeah, just searching the name, you'll find different different platforms we can have. We are just going through the revamping of the website. So we are bringing a new website with uh, no bringing all these components together which are more user friendly and uh, people can have access to a lot of content so yeah that is happening maybe in a month or two we'll have the website also in place Avinash thank you so much for answering all my questions so beautifully and in detail and I loved and enjoyed speaking with you because as it is it is one of my favorite subtopics mind and you're a master in that especially tapping in the subconscious mind and I really got some good new insights today. I'm sure our listeners might also have got some new insights to go back and literally check what they're doing in lives and how they can enhance it. And uh, thank you once again 
for coming to my show so my pleasure to have this invitation i, I really i am inspired even by what you are doing i'm so thankful that you have given a platform for people to listen i think this is the new way of communication which has come in the world and i'm grateful to have this life and this opportunity to share this knowledge when you said master i may not agree because i still feel i'm a student because i think the more you know about the subject the more you realize oh my god i know nothing now there's so much involved so yes i think uh, the right word to be is a is a constant learning student that's what i think a level i will give to myself as of now Beautiful. and thank you so much for the invitation thank you so much for thank you thank you so much avinash Thank you for tuning into my show. That was Avinash Anand Singh, the human being who is spreading awareness, teaching and transforming lives by helping them to tap into their subconscious minds and change the way they think and live, thereby intensifying humanity to its best possible extent. I hope you found this episode inspirational. 